Welcome to the new podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can find out more about us and hear more messages at MyGatewayFellowship.com. You know, um, I'm so blessed to be here. I really am. And my, for those of you that don't know, my fiancé is uh, Greek, and my good grades in Greek did not have anything to do with him. But it sure came handy when I showed up at his house uh, when we first started dating, and his family was watching all this Greek channel. You know, uh, everybody has their own. I know the Spanish people, we have our Spanish channel. The Portuguese have their Portuguese. <laughs> so his family's watching the Greek channel, and I come in, and I start reading Greek to them because it's pretty much similar. And um, first impression, I guess, are important. So <laughs> I'm sure that was pretty impressive. It was fun. It was fun. But um, I just want to invite you all to please bow your heads before we begin in searching and looking into the Word of God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for never giving up on us, for being able to calm our fears, and for being able to be present during the fiercest storms. God, I just pray right now that the words songs, that everything said in this place tonight, Lord, may not be ours, may not be mine, Lord, but that they may all be led and that they may all come from you. Be with us now as we study your word. Speak to our hearts, Lord, and help us to always remember these as we go through our own lives and fears and droughts and storms, God. Please be with us. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, when Pastor Terry had asked me to uh, preach here today, um, uh, I thought, okay, what's the theme? And he said, it's, uh, it's a series on life without fear. And as I opened up a chapter that um, this series is based on, I kind of had to stop and uh, it took me back. Um, I've been struggling. I don't know if a lot of, some of you may know um, that I lost my mom about a year and a half ago. And you talk about fiercest storms. I mean, no words can describe that. No words can really describe that, that experience. But I talk about when, when that verse came, trust in God. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And... Losing my mom was probably one of the toughest experiences because um, it was unexpected. I mean, to make a long story short, um, I walked in accidentally on my mom passing away. And it was one of the most toughest experiences that I could ever go through. I mean, you talk about fear. You know, I, when I think about, and I'm sure each one of you may have a moment where you think about, you know, what is, what is your fear? What is, what is something that really strikes you? What is something that really shakes you? What is something that maybe has shaken you up? You know, if, if you take a moment to think about it, I'm sure there's maybe one experience that we all have that we say, yeah, that was, pr- that was pretty tough. That was pretty rough. I mean, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. And losing my mom was one of those experiences. So when Terry gave me that topic, I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, kind of smiled up to God, and I was like, that's, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe God feels that there's something to share tonight. And so I just remember opening this verse and saying, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. 
There's a lot of things in our fear sometimes that, that when we're scared, we tend to look to ourselves a lot. And I feel like maybe that's why we get so fearful, because we forget where we need to turn. I'm going to say that again. When we go through fear, sometimes we look to ourselves and we forget where we need to turn. I'm going to invite you to open up, or maybe we have it on PowerPoint, Matthew. It's a, probably a story that most, if not all, are familiar with. Chapter 14, verse 22 through 24. And the story begins, Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. Verse 23. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. Verse 24. But the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. In order to better understand this story, where was Jesus? Where was Jesus before this verse? He was preaching. And he had just finished preaching, so he was dismissing the crowd that was around him. He went up to the mountainside to pray. You see, Jesus wasn't the kind of person to reap benefits for himself. He wasn't all about the fame and the glory and, you know, the Michael Jacksons or whatever. You know, he wasn't about that. It wasn't about him. So he went to be alone. He went to find solitude, to pray. And sometimes I say, okay, well, well why did he go alone to pray? Why didn't he just go with his disciples? And in that story, I feel like maybe God was setting the stage up for something. Something great was about to happen in this chapter. Something remarkable, you know? The, the chapter before, the few verses before in this chapter, Jesus had just performed the greatest miracle. He fed 5,000. You know, when the Bible talks about 5,000 men, so it's actually more than 5,000 people if you count the women and the children that were there. You see, but Jesus just fed the 5,000. So the disciples were like, wow, he did this great miracle. Amazing. But despite that, they still only saw him as maybe a magician. The message just somehow missed them still. They didn't really get it. They said, okay, well, he can do miracles. That's awesome. Nothing special. But he went alone to pray so that he can prepare for him for something greater to happen. We also see that during the boat's journey, it says that there seems to have been some waves picking up. So we also understand here that the disciples were starting to face a difficult situation. I mean, during the time that they had left, it was, it was probably getting late because Jesus did not go and pray for 15 minutes and he was done. I mean, Jesus took his time to pray. So it was getting late. And the disciples began their journey. And you would think that everything would be calm, yet the verse starts to give us a little hint. Mm, you know what? Waves were starting to buffet against the boat. Everything wasn't necessarily calm. And that's a reminder to us that, you know what? Jesus always sends us on a journey. But just because he sends us, doesn't mean that there are no storms to come. So let's continue reading. Matthew chapter 14, 
Verse 25. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. Verse 26. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. Verse 27. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. What's ironic about this is that Jesus' coming was to be a sign that would bring the end to fear. We who have hope, we look forward to that, to that day where Jesus' coming will bring an end to all things, and that includes fear. But what's interesting about this story is that the disciples' reaction wasn't one of, ah, you know, excitement, like, ah, Jesus is here. It was one of fear. They were terrified. And what's funny is that, you know, they thought he was a ghost. And, and they were just scared. What is this thing doing? You know, what's coming towards us? Oh, my goodness. It was fear. What happened in the following verses, if we keep on reading? Matthew 14, chapter 14, verse 28. I will look it up. And it says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on water. So you have this one disciple here that maybe it's not that scared. You know, he kind of, he sees a glimmer of hope. Well, maybe it's not a ghost, you know, maybe it's the Lord. And Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on water. Verse 29 says, come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. What an amazing faith. You see, Peter got something that all of these other 11 disciples didn't necessarily get. They were all fearful. All of their reactions were fear fearful at first. But something clicked in Peter's head. He realized, well, okay, this has got to be the Lord, okay. So let me see if it is him, and I'm going to ask him if I can come out and walk just like him. Because the Lord just fed 5,000 people, so he surely can make me walk on water, right? And so here Peter is taking a step of faith. What happened to Peter? What did he have to do to let go of his fear? Because that boat represents fear. They were all fearful. So what did Peter have to do? He had to speak out. He had to say, Lord, is it you? Now, it doesn't say that he knew it was God, but he knew who to call upon. He knew who was out there. And what did he have to do to let go of his fear? He had to let go of the boat, and he had to walk on water. It seemed impossible. I don't think they've ever seen anyone walk on water, which is probably why they reacted the way they did. But he did it. He did the impossible with God by his side. And what's even more amazing through this all 
is that Peter didn't walk out during a peaceful time. The story says that the waves were buffeted, that there was a storm. So Peter's greatest demonstration of faith came through the most difficult time, the most fearful time of all. He walked through the fiercest storm. Think about that. You know, I think about myself when I was in that hospital room and everything happened like that. I mean, within half an hour. You know, I I sometimes think, well, I have a choice. I do. I can sit in that boat and be fearful and feel sorry for myself and make everyone else around me feel miserable. Or I can be like Peter and take a step out and let go of that fear, let go of that boat. It's not easy. It's not easy. If we continue reading the story, Matthew chapter 14, verse 30 says, But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Verse 31, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and he caught him. And he said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. You know, this story takes an interesting turn because you see Peter here who steps out of great faith and, wow, it's amazing. I want to be like that. How can we step out of the boat? And then for a quick second, it seems like the story ends on such a a terrible ending. He lost faith. He doubted and he sank. He sank. How many of us have been through our storms and, you know, we try, we really do, you know, but maybe we try to put one of our pinky toes outside in the water and think that that's enough, you know? And when we try to step out of that boat, maybe things seem to get worse. But Jesus didn't call Peter to do anything else but to step out of that boat and trust him. Some of us here may say, well, you know what? I tried that. I've gone too far. You know, I'm, I'm past that point, Jackie. I went through my storm and I tried to call out, but nothing happened. You know, I can, I can chill here. You can talk all you want, Jackie, but that doesn't work for me. There's no hope. My marriage isn't going well. Finances are really hard and I, I really needed that $100 or $200 and it didn't come through and and I did step out in faith, Jackie, but I can't do it. That class that I was really trying to pass, that Hebrew, that Greek, just it didn't work. My family, I, I can't seem to get through them. You know, I, I don't know what your situation is and maybe you did step out of that boat and maybe you sank. Maybe you're sinking right now. But I think one of the parts in this story that we overlook is the part where Peter cried out and said, Lord, save me. 
as we were singing earlier today, you know, sometimes our fears, with our fears, we tend to look inwards to ourselves. You know, why do we get scared? Because we can't save ourselves. You know, I remember a time when I was learning how to swim, and my dad, we, I was, uh, you know, he was holding me by my tummy, and you know, I don't know if anybody has taught you how to swim that way, and he, he let go, and, and I got scared. And I started, you know, panicking, and I thought I was going to drown, and I thought that that was it. And <sighs> But I also remembered that even though I thought I was dying, and I thought I was going through the worst time of my life, and that's it, I'm, I'm, I'm a goner, you know, at age seven, <laughs> I still knew that I could call out to my daddy. And I knew my daddy would hear me, and I knew my daddy would reach me, and... If something happened, I sh- I'm sure he would have done CPR, but <laughs> I knew who to call. And this story may end on such a bad note. Yeah, Peter doubted. Why Peter of little faith? But what's amazing is that he knew who to call upon. Do you know who to call upon? Are you sinking? There's still hope. There is still hope. Despite Peter being able to walk on water, despite the most amazing miracles that Jesus performed, there is still, there's still doubt. There's still doubt. But Jesus reached out his hand to Peter, and he pulled him out. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. But Jesus does not desire for you to stay there. He does not desire to, you know, put it in your face that, yeah, well, you sank, or yeah, you did this, or this is going really bad. No. God immediately pulled Peter out because Peter knew who to call upon. It is important to note that while Jesus is disappointed with his inadequate faith, Peter did something that the other disciples did not experience. You know, one thing that I've learned is that faith cannot be worked up by formulas or emotion. It is our own personal journey. I can't walk it for you. I don't know what tomorrow brings. None of us do. And sometimes when we try to plan out our lives, we're only setting ourselves up. So what can we do? How do we live a life without fear? Well, first, you have to step out of that boat. You have to. I'm not talking about one of these little dink and putting it back in. I'm talking about stepping out and walking on water. And maybe you said, well, I stepped out already. Well, you know what? If you're sinking, call on the name that is above all names. Call on Jesus. Because he will pull you out. He will pull you out. So what's holding you back? There's no catch, you know? I was uh, talking with my fiancé about this theme and kind of struggling what, what to share what to say and he says you know Jackie 
why do people fear so much? And kind of going back and forth, and he says, well, sometimes people think there's a catch. You know, if you hear those ads and say, try this or buy this, and this will happen, and for 30 days you will lose, blah, 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 you know. I know we've all heard that. And a lot of people are disappointed. You paid money, and you tried it for 30 days, and all you lost was a pound. But this isn't a catch, you see, because there's so many people here, so many people in the world that have tried God, that have tried stepping out of that water, that have tried calling out to Jesus, and you know what? It worked. It changed their lives. It's not a catch. It is not a catch. Step out of that boat. You know, I remember as I was um, getting ready for work, this one lady was on the news and she was upset that um, she had tried this GED online course and it was a scam. She was so upset. What do I do with my money? That hurt. I don't trust those people anymore. But you know what she did? Which probably the story didn't focus on but I caught was that she stood up, she went to a real college She did not allow that situation to stop her. She did not allow it to get in her way. Regardless of where you may be, regardless of where you may be today, God is ready to pull you out. God is ready to fulfill his promise for you. God is ready to bless you beyond what you can even imagine. That's not what I'm saying, but it's written in his word. God has a plan for you. But he can't do anything for you unless you're ready to walk on water with him. Focus on him. Even though you lose focus, even though you may sink, it is not too late. It is not too late. Just call out to him. sing this I want to end with this final thought and final song it's an oldie but it's a goodie and it talks about prayer and I remember when my mom passed away I needed to be alone I just needed to trust that there is a name that's above all names I just needed to trust that he was there needed to trust that no matter what I was going through, that fiercest drought, that God could hear me. He could hear me. Um, The song is uh, Just a Prayer, uh, excuse me, On My Knees. Just want to invite you that as I sing the song you may may just take a moment to close your eyes. It's okay. It's not weird. Um, just sit there and, and maybe think about what fears you may have. What are some fears that you may be holding on to? You know, God is not content with 
you just being where you are. He wants to take you further than you can ever imagine. So I just want you to take a moment to think, what fears do you need to let go of? And I just want you to lift it up during this time. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.